0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The New Media Show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee. Good morning, Rob. And while we're at it, I think, Rob, I'll just let you introduce our guest this morning.
1: Oh, well, yeah, Uh, it's great to be doing The New Media Show today. Um, This is an exciting day for us. We definitely have been talking about what Google has been up to and And we happen to have the product manager on from Google Podcasts, and his name is um, Zach Renaud Whedon. And uh, he's been, uh, I guess, he's been working on the podcast stuff for for a little while um, at at Google. And we're going to find out a a little bit more about that and his process and what he went through to get this new podcast uh, service up and running. Zach, uh, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on.
2: Thanks Rob. Thanks Todd. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Yeah. I'm glad that we could find this time. And I know that uh, you're only able to stay with us for about 30 minutes. So we want to use our time with you wisely. I, I think the, the big question probably a lot of podcasters have is, you know, uh, how did you get from where you were to where you are right now? And where, where's the whole process heading? Is there something else coming? I mean, we're kind of curious on the, on the vision on where Google's going with podcasting.
2: For sure. Um, So I guess the recent news is that we released an app in the Android Google Play Store. And that's really like the big news right now. But I think just Mm -hmm. to take you guys back like a little while, we've actually been working on podcasts for a couple years now. Um, And it kind of started just from a desire to organize audio information, the way that we organize text and video and image information. And then also kind of seeing that over the past few years, there's been this explosion. I'm sure you guys have seen it too, uh, in Blueberry and on Spreaker, Boxnest, et cetera, that there's just so many more podcasts being created, so many more high quality podcasts being created and so much more variety to the point where like when I started listening to podcasts, it was actually uh, to study for the SAT. And I kind of used it as an educational tool for a while, but then within the last like five years especially, and even more like the last couple years, it's just become so much more content for everyone. Um, and so it starts to be hard to actually organize podcasts. And what we want to do is make, make that easier. And I think where Google's strengths really align Comes to helping people discover podcasts, uh, helping people find podcasts that they're going to like, um, and and that's kind of what Google has done in terms of making it easy to find articles on the internet, images on the internet, videos on the internet, news, maps, etc. And so uh, it sort of seems strange to us that um, audio didn't have the same treatment. And you know, everyone at Google was really excited about this insight and. Wants us to keep pursuing it.
0: You know, one thing that I was excited about was, and in in me maybe you can't go into this, but I had heard, and I don't know where exactly where it came from. Is you know, if you go to the Google.com webpage and you, you know, there's a there's a certain layer of information there. You can search for images. You know, there's there's different. Uh, hierarchy on the you can just do regular google search obviously but you can narrow it any even tighter yeah you can do videos yeah videos what's the chance of podcasts having an equal placement on the google.com page as, as being an individual selection if you're following my what yeah, i'm
2: so I, I totally follow like so you're talking about that top row right and depending on what you search for It'll also update dynamically to say, like, you know, if let's say you search Hawaii, um, maps might be one of the first options. Right. Uh, images mm-hmm. might be a top option as well because people like to look at Hawaii because it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, I I mean, we don't have any plans to share when it comes to that, <laughs> as, as you kind sure. of predicted. Uh, I, I can say that you're not the first to ask, and it seems like, you know, uh, there, it doesn't seem to me like there's a huge difference between how we should treat audio and how we treat some of those other formats. Yeah. So, um, you know, that seems like one way that could potentially help more people discover podcasts and find podcasts that they'll like. And so, uh, you know, since it's a way to do that we're open to that as an opportunity.
1: Yeah. I know that in the past, and uh, in, the, in the early years of, of Google's, um, you know, uh, search presence on the internet. Um, they did have an area up on that top nav bar called audio, and and I know that this was back. This was probably in the mid two thousands is when they they actually had this, and I know that they took it down because back in those days, I I don't know people. They didn't find that a lot of people were actually using um, that area up there. But I think maybe audio is maybe a little bit too generic. Um, so I think that Todd's Todd's question is really you know it's really interesting because um maybe taking that perspective more towards a very specific kind of reference to a particular um medium of podcast which it didn't have back then might be the key to making it work i don't know What's your thoughts on that
2: i think that's a really good point i mean when you think about audio you know it, inc- it can include music it can inc- include lectures um etc and One nice thing about podcasts is that most people who are familiar with podcasts kind of have a concept of what that limits to, um, which is something Mm -hmm. that's very useful when you're searching. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that's a really good point. And I also think just to highlight again, like the last few years have been so remarkable when it comes to, you know, all the people making podcasts, all the celebrities, large media organizations, small media organizations. People like us in yeah. three different cities over Skype. Uh, and so I, I'm just really excited about the potential there because I think it is a little bit different from how it might have been, you know, back in the mid 2000s when it comes to creating a great product um, yeah. on the podcasting front.
0: One thing that um, a couple of things on the technical side that we're curious about. Is number one, are we going to need are we going to be able to have the ability to see what feed Google is using in the actual search results? Is there going to be a way to find out that info? Because the case being, we recently just saw where one of the vendors made public some feeds that ended up uh obscuring the primary feed of the podcasters. In other words, you'd search for let's say for my show and the subscribe button showed up for that third party service versus the feed that came from my podcast. Is there going to be a way that we're going to be able, as, as the owners of the show, to send a signal either through Google, through the dashboard, or some way saying, hey, this is the primary feed you should be using if there's some conflicting feeds out there? Or is, are we just going to have to deal on a case by case basis if someone puts something out there, a mirrored feed somewhere uh, with the header data that? The, the technical spec requires, are we gonna be able to to call them on that? Or, or what's gonna be our recourse? If there's even, I don't know if you guys have even thought about it.
2: Uh, yeah, we've definitely thought about it. And you know, there are so many, like part of the amazing thing about podcasting and one of the reasons why the opportunity is so big, one of the reasons why it's so easy to get started and make a new podcast and there's all this creativity is that RSS is an open standard and with that amazing asset for the industry also comes some of these problems of like, okay, there is one podcast and there might be many different RSS feeds kind of like showing the contents of that podcast online. Um, And so what Google wants to do is have the right feed uh, used to show the contents and you know, if if you end up with the wrong feed, it makes it so that publishers can't see the right metrics necessarily. Um, although the metrics, usually the MP3 files are the same,
3: which
2: right. yeah. helps a little bit with that. Um, it, it also can make it so that it goes stale if the mm-hmm. third-party host ends up stop not updating or not mirroring anymore. Um, and so this is an issue that we uh, have thought about and thankfully haven't encountered as much as you might expect so far but i think really what we want to do going forward is make sure that publishers have the tools to uh, get their podcast out there and if the publisher is creating the content and wants it to be a particular feed uh, that should be something that's mirrored so i think you know in in that in that case The the internet does a really good job today of everybody stepping up, and oftentimes mirroring an RSS feed is actually a very helpful thing, um, or at least was earlier in podcasting. Uh, But I think like the short answer to your question is we want to try to avoid that situation that you just described. Um, And so as as those situations come up, we'll be thinking about what the best strategy is. And we do have a lot of um, logic that goes into similarly to how search results are ranked on google.com when you do a search that goes into selecting which feed seems to be um the most legitimate for a podcast and it it is a nice thing that the mp3 file really is the um the the thing that usually stays constant throughout those feeds but still you want to make sure that the rss feed being used is one that's going to be updated um, and right. one that's going to reflect the state of the podcast that the publisher wants.
0: Well, that's good that you guys are thinking about that. I, I would imagine you would have been. Another thing that we that we're actually kind of struggling with at Blueberry, we're really not struggling with, but it's it's some individual unique use cases where, and again, I'll just use my show as an example. I do both an audio and a video podcast, so on the same page, uh, technically, even even within the same post, there are. Two separate RSS feeds that one feeds the video, two feeds the audio version of the show. And while so far, when I'm searching for the show on Google, I it it sees both the Google video and Google audio. um, I mean the Geek News Central audio and the Geek News Central video portions of the uh, feed. You definitely have to have to have the search results exactly right to get one or the other to show up. So how are you handling then? From a te- the, the spec says only one RSS feed should be linked in the header page. What do you do for an instance like me where I have two that goes along with the same show? Is the spec going to be permissible to allow to have two feeds in there? And will Google recognize that and not throw one out?
1: Well, and Todd, there's even so another in general, question. Yeah. Does, does Go Google ahead, Podcasts... Uh, support video podcasts like i'm not sure i haven't seen that
2: so there aren't any video podcasts currently okay um and, and so yeah there, there's no uh feature to announce there um mm-hmm. although you know obviously as a user of the product um in the case where you do want a video podcast it can be nice to have it so i'm not uh i'm not saying that podcasts Shouldn't ever be video or anything sure, like that. Sure, sure. But but the product yeah. today does not support that. Okay. Um. Yeah. To to go back to your original question. Um. Right now, like as the tech support answer that I would give you mm-hmm. is that it's probably most useful to create a website or a web page for each of the podcasts. Yep. So that you can have that one-to-one relationship. Mm-hmm. But okay. at the same time. Google will try to be smart about uh, finding different podcasts on the web and associating those podcasts with web pages to really understand more about the podcast. So, what I'm telling you is the way that you can ensure that it works. uh, Mm -hmm. But I'm I won't say that it definitely won't work unless you do this. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not the first person to have a weird situation like this, (laughs) and uh, even more prevalently, you're not the first or you you. You aren't doing this, but there are a lot of people who just have neglected this or have accidentally uh, not included these links or mis-malformatted them, etc. And so we knew, uh, you know, we weren't going to be able to convince everyone to do everything right before mm-hmm. we launched. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully more and more people do things right now that we have launched and now that more people are trying out the app and uh, enjoying it and telling friends about it. And so, We do think and we are seeing a lot of people like reach out to us and get everything up to spec. Uh, But it's also a situation where going into the launch, it would have been very foolish to try to do things the other way around.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think our approach for at least power presses is when we come out with the next version, we're going to recommend that people have, especially in situations like mine or people or folks have maybe multiple shows, um, you know, it's not going to be specific specifically affecting people that are doing like category podcasting because we've got a solution for that. But uh, yeah, setting up individual pages to make sure that at least there's one page on the website that has all the metadata exactly for that single show so it can be picked up if it's if someone's finding they're having problems being picked up otherwise. But so far, I don't know, Rob, I, I've had no problems finding shows. I do notice that some sites, because they all already have great Google ranking oftentimes our content is up on top and then the podcast is two or three search results below, but you would kind of expect that um, just because of the standard Google search results.
1: Yeah. So does Google have any kind of special kind of um, algorithm that you guys are using to um, uh, rank podcasts specifically in search and also, and how that correlates to um, kind of, the editorial side of your app, right? Of of how podcasts are selected to be featured. Uh, is that an editorial thing or that's human edited? Or are you guys uh, using an algorithm somehow to to come up with shows to feature in the the app itself? If you could talk about those things, ranking and algorithms so all- and how that plays into this.
2: For sure. I think it's really important because that is one of the areas where we think Google can do a great job and really like help uh, find signal in all the noise of all the podcasts going on. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that we found is that our goal with Google Podcasts is to help double worldwide podcast listenership and Mm -hmm. bring tens and hundreds of more millions people uh, into the podcasting fold as podcast listeners. And these people that start listening to podcasts for the first time over the next few years might not be the exactly the same as the people who have already been listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And even the people who are already listening to podcasts, you know, are an extremely diverse group uh, with a really diverse set of interests. So for that reason, we want to make sure that our recommendations are personalized. And I think the the easy solution and a solution that a lot of publishers want, as long as they are at the top of the of the rankings is a curated solution. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is given the diversity of the audience already and what we think will be an increasing diversity over time, uh, the curated solution doesn't really scale. And uh, we think we'll end up with biases that allow for a, actually a less personalized experience where people trying the product for the first time People all around the world who might have interests totally different from mine uh, don't actually have as easy a time as possible finding content they'll love. So Mm -hmm. we've taken a more algorithmic approach, and and that's what we're planning to stick with. And I think actually once people hear all the details, it's actually a really exciting opportunity for publishers because there are a lot of tools at your disposal as a podcaster to... um, get in a good position when it comes to the recommendations. So to give you an example, uh, there's a pretty new podcast by Casey Neistat, who is, I think, originally famous as a YouTuber. He has about 10 million subscribers on YouTube.
1: Sure.
2: And uh, I think around 2 million followers on Twitter. And so just the act of him tweeting, here's the link that you can go find me on Google Podcasts, actually has a big impact in terms of generating buzz. You can see that a lot of people did go and listen, or, or like the algorithm understands that a lot of people did go and listen, and then can use that to say, okay, this podcast is trending, or this podcast now, it's clear that people who like X podcast also like couples therapy with Candace and Casey. And so that can help the algorithm be smarter. But also as a podcaster, all you to do is promote your podcast Um, and so it's a kind of nice thing where I think people who see this and take advantage of it actually have a lot to gain but it's not sort of a king making by a few people it's actually up to the podcaster to try to lean into it the same way if you want to develop a following on Instagram the best way to do that is to, to create great content and let people know about it. And so that's, that's kind of similar for Google podcasts is that the best way to get like quote unquote featured is to create a great podcast and, and let as many people far and wide know about it as possible.
0: Zach, mm-hmm. if, you, if you're doing a tweet and you're trying to specifically target the Google podcast app, there's really no direct hyperlink to that. It's because it's in the search results. So do you just, What's the strategy then as far as promoting specifically the, the Google podcast link or the Google podcast app?
2: So I'm really glad you asked. There actually is uh, a way to generate links. Yeah, um, yeah, so that's... if you go to our developer documentation, that's I... there is a link to our link generator tool. Mm-hmm. No worries. Uh, and, and honestly, uh, I think we have a lot more work to do there. Uh, a lot of people have requested the ability to share a link from inside the app, so you don't have to go to our tool, usually with a, the with a understanding of what the RSS feed is. So mm-hmm. uh, it's not to say that product is finished, but a lot of people have already taken advantage of it. And uh, maybe we can include, like, the link in the show notes or yeah. something to the place where you go to generate a link, because I think, um, you know, the that's actually a really useful tool that a lot of people aren't aware of and uh, you know, getting the word out to more people will help more podcasters get discovered.
0: A couple of questions that were from the chat room and I don't think this is ever going to be possible. One question I have for Zach is any plans for being able to add a private RSS feed? If it's private, there's no way for you to index it. So,
1: Well, you could have private episodes, but it could be a public
2: feed. I mean, that's possible.
0: Yeah, usually they don't work that yeah, way. So,
2: uh, I'm glad this question came up because I think right now these private RSS fees are an important part of the podcast ecosystem. And if you're using Google Podcasts, there's not yet a way to listen to these podcasts, to help the publishers monetize. And one thing that we're really committed to over time is supporting a diverse array of business models. So maybe your podcast has 5,000 listeners and you know if when you get 100,000 you'll make a ton of money on ads but right now you're a little bit small but maybe your listeners are actually ferociously passionate about your podcast and mm-hmm. they would pay uh, a few dollars a month for it. So that's just an example of, of a business model that we think could be supported better throughout the podcasting industry and we wanna help with that. And uh, in terms of the exact implementation uh, we we don't have a decision to share in terms of how it would be implemented. Right now, the Google Podcast app is all public feeds. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, not to say that we don't recognize how useful some of these private feeds, especially through services like Patreon, can be. And so mm-hmm. um, um, I appreciate the question and I'm excited for the potential there because I think it can help a lot more podcasters uh, join the fold and get discovered, and find the business model that's for you. Which may be ad support, and and maybe something else.
0: I think there's a the, the questions are coming fast and furious in the comments section. Daniel Lewis okay. asks, "What are the best way for listeners to share a podcast they like with someone else?" He says there doesn't seem to be a sharing option yet. I, I I'm just yeah. going to say off the top, wouldn't we have? We're just going to need to make that link available that we're sharing publicly and tell our audience to share that link. Isn't that going to be the case? Mm-hmm.
2: I think in the short term, that would be my recommendation. And I sort of already said this, but uh, we understand that sharing from within the app is, is an important feature request. Um, okay. And so right now I should note that these links work on Android phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you open the link on an iPhone or on your desktop computer, it actually will redirect you to the play store. To the app. Um, so, one thing that we want to make sure is that there's not an expectation that a link will work in a situation where it doesn't work. Um, and so, you know, a, as Google Podcast becomes available on more surfaces where you use Google, it'll also be easier to, um, to share these links and just be able to trust that no matter where you are, you can, you can find and listen to a podcast.
0: One of the podcasters said, what are some best practices? He says because sometimes hyperlinks and show notes don't work. Sometimes they do. They would wish that bold and italics works in show notes. So basically they're saying they're looking at the metadata that's being picked up in the app and they would wish that it would be replicated. Or I know sometimes you can't pull, well, Google can. It could be a security problem. Yeah, I would think so. But any, any comment on that? Or should we have them direct Mm -hmm. questions to your team on specifically in those issues?
2: Um, Yeah, I think like uh, one thing that's been really helpful for us is just the amount of uh, input, feature requests, and context that we've gotten from podcasters and podcast listeners through Twitter. So it might be good to uh, share that. I'm just Z-A-C-K-R-W, Zach R-W. And anyone should feel free to reach out there. Um, With regard to the specific question about text and format in, in the uh, show notes. That's definitely uh, something that's been useful for a lot of podcasters. And I think has kind of always been like questionable how supported it is in the spec, but has sort of been de facto supported in a lot of different contexts. Mm-hmm. And even some uh, some examples like when people put a timestamp in of like 2 colon 5 3, some podcast apps then allow you to link If you tap on that, it will take you to two minutes and 53 seconds into the podcast, which uh, I find to be a very useful feature. I know like the Verge cast does that and a lot of the Ringer podcasts do that. Um, And so on a a show like the Bill Simmons podcast where he might have an hour and a half show with a guest 30 minutes in, that can be a really useful feature. Um, So I I, I agree with uh, whoever submitted the question that a lot of the stuff is useful and um, you're all. Also, right, I think, Rob, it was you who said it, that uh, it's important to be aware of some of the security considerations here. And so that's not, not a reason why this isn't possible. It's just a reason why uh, you can't wholesale include everything that anyone might throw into the show notes.
0: Someone on YouTube Live said, thinking ahead to a hypothetical world where a user, platform, where a user performs a search by voice and clicks play in the first audio podcast results, can podcasters tackly tag relevant clips Clips and extracts from a show, and I think it goes back to exactly what you say is time hacking stuff, right?
2: Yeah, and that's like sort of like the next level, uh, powered up version as well, where maybe you actually want to link straight to a clip, not only from your show notes, but from other contexts and sort of chapterize your podcast. And this is kind of getting more into the future, but it's something we've talked about a lot when it comes to Google Home and the Google Assistant, where you have Tons of people asking questions every day and a lot of great information contained in podcasts that might be the answer to those questions. And Steve Pratt and Dan Meisner at Pacific Content, I think, have done a really good job starting to think about and also challenging us to think about uh, some of the different ways that podcasts could be useful as audio answers or as a specific clip uh, in response to a search because even though that might feel a little weird relative to the way you and I use podcasts on a daily basis, there are billions of people searching on Google every day. And so mm-hmm. if, if people can figure out how to make that accessible and make that feel natural, there's a huge opportunity, um, especially in a lot of the areas where people are coming online, where um, you know you have some of the fastest internet user growth in places like India, and it's also correlated with some above average use of voice. And mm-hmm. and so I think podcasts are actually in a great position as the number of people using the internet grows because audio is such a native format to all humans. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, uh, maybe the language that they're looking for isn't necessarily their first language, or they prefer to listen instead of reading, um, or their hands and eyes might be busy. And so... They, they want a way to passively consume. And audio just seems really well positioned to help over a billion people searching on Google uh, find the answers and the content that they are either looking for or are looking for and didn't even know it yet.
0: And I, I've told my, Rob, I'm sorry. I'm le- it's okay. I've am i always said for many, many years, I, I write my show notes for Google, but I do my podcast for the audience. So it, it just becomes more and more important now to have good, Concise, comprehensive show notes with context—not necessarily just a transcript, a blob, but something that has links and information. Rob, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to uh, dive into an area that we haven't really touched on yet. Uh, before you have to take off here, but uh, wanted to talk more specifically about the app itself and how it works, um, and the the functionality of of um, of its existence in in Android, right? Um, the app is built, um, let's talk a little bit about how the app is generated and how it works and whether or not the app could be maybe a default um, app for Android as you look to the future. Just those topics of how the app actually works uh, from a technical perspective and, and any tips that you can share with us about how users and podcasters can, um, can, can share that knowledge. <clears throat>
2: For sure. Uh, So the app is available on Android in the Google Play Store. Uh, You can search Google Podcasts and find it, or it's also linked to from our blog announcement or uh, easy to find on Twitter. And the, the way that the app actually works is that it's integrated with Google Assistant and Google Search. So what that means is it's kind of similar to Google Assistant app or the Google Lens app. If you're familiar with those, but if you're not, I can go into a little more detail, which is uh, it's it's basically a full-featured Android app, but because it's so important to listen to podcasts in a variety of contexts and to have access to podcasts no matter where you are, no matter what device you're on, um, the podcast listening functionality is uh, bundled in to the Google app uh, so that it's integrated with Google Search and Google Assistant. Um, But that doesn't place any limitations in terms of the types of features that we can build. And when we think about uh, better podcast discovery, personalized recommendations, um, some of the transcription features that we haven't gotten into too much today, but are really exciting, like uh, when it comes to providing subtitles, uh, if you're in a noisy location without headphones, or if you're hard of hearing, those can be really transformative features for people. Um, And so in terms of how the app, works, I think people should imagine it as uh, just a, another Android app in terms of the types of features that we can build, but also uh, something that's integrated with Google Assistant, available from Google Search, so that uh, people can find podcasts that are freely available on the web um, in all the different contexts that they want to.
0: One listener was asking, um, I listen to podcasts, my care. any chance that there be an option to make an app make the app operate on a more traditional download functionality rather than streaming by default?
2: Ah, so we do support downloading podcasts. And, mm-hmm. uh, if you go to the page of a specific episode, um, uh, maybe we can put a screenshot or something in the show notes. I realize I'm, uh,
3: sure, I'm complicating
2: sure. the show notes, so we'll have to build some support for more complicated show notes, but, um you can actually download the podcast uh, right there from the app. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: One of the biggest feature requests that we've had since launch, which is really helpful to see how important this is, especially to existing listeners, um, has been the automatic download for subscribed podcasts, uh, as well as some of the automatic cleanup features. And right now, the app does not automatically download podcasts. Um, But it will clean up podcasts a certain number of days, which you can configure either after you downloaded it as well as after you finish listening to it. Um, So definitely we know that people listen to podcasts in a lot of offline contexts, whether it's on the airplane. I was on an airplane yesterday listening to a podcast um, or in the subway or all these different places like driving uh, in, in a remote location. And when your connectivity is not necessarily reliable, or if you want to download over Wi-Fi so you don't have to pay for the data to stream, uh, these are real use cases that tons of people have. And and so we want to make sure that we're supporting them so that uh, people can listen to as many podcasts as they please.
0: Rob, I know we're out of time with Zach. Um, Any final questions for him?
1: Uh, I guess... um share with us what you can about uh, what you see coming to the app here in the short term uh, is any kind of tips on any kind of improvements that you can see to the app that are coming in the short run and, and kind of, I guess just share with the podcaster because that's mainly who's listening to this, um, how they can better promote your, your app. For sure. Um,
2: It might be, it might be worth sharing some more specifics about uh, how to promote your podcast on Google Podcasts, uh, but just to kind of focus on giving a sense of what's to come, um, we will have uh, a number of new announcements. Um, maybe, I mean, just just a few new announcements at Podcast Movement. Are you guys going to Podcast Movement uh, in course. July? I guess already yes. July. Yeah, we'll be there. Yep. Okay. Yep. Great. So uh, we do have a session organized. Uh, timing is still TBD, but it'll it'll probably either be the Tuesday the 24th or the Thursday the 26th. And I'm really excited for that. It's going to be a conversation with Jenna Weisberg who um, uh, heads up Pineapple Street Media. And Pineapple has been doing a lot of amazing stuff in podcasting. So we're going to talk a bit about Google Podcast and what's to come with the app, and also um, talk about the creator program, which we announced with our launch. And that's kind of a whole separate, line of thought. We had, or I wish I had uh, a lot more time to go in, into it, but the creator program is basically uh, looking to help remove barriers to get into podcasting, especially uh, since we see such um, so many underrepresented groups in podcasting. When you look at the top charts, you see about 75% podcasts like this great podcast here, uh, hosted by white men versus only about 25 by women and even fewer by people of color. Um, and so we, we really want to help make it easier to break into podcasting. There are a ton of other places where certain groups are underrepresented, whether it's traditionally or from more rural areas, um, from the American South, there also is a little bit less content. Uh, and so, we just want to make sure that uh, anyone has a chance to join the fold and start making great podcasts and develop an audience. Um, so, there will be more news when it, when it comes to the creator program in July at Podcast Movement. Uh, okay. And then, as well as with the app, uh, in kind of all of our focus areas from um, making Google Podcasts uh, using artificial intelligence to build some new features, especially. Around transcription, making Google Podcasts available in more surfaces, adding a lot of the features that just turn it into a really solid app, um, and also uh, a little bit further down the road, I think you know making sure that it's the most valuable or a a super valuable platform for podcasters to be on because really like podcasters decide where their audience listens and. We know that the eco the podcast ecosystem overall is going to succeed best, and Google Podcast is going to succeed best if podcasters want the listeners to be on Google Podcast. Um, so that's that really is like one of our product pillars is building features that podcasters are going to get really excited about, um, which is why some of the uh, direct feedback uh, through Twitter and other channels has been super helpful because. For podcasters, they kind of know what they want, um, even more than listeners who know what they want, but maybe also aren't thinking about some features that have never been invented before. So the feedback on from both listeners and podcasters has been awesome, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, dangerous, dangerous thing to say, but the more the merrier, from my perspective.
0: So just, I know we got tons of questions in the chat room, and we don't, I don't have time to go through all, and Zach's got to go. I got to respect his time. He's already stayed longer than he originally agreed to. So Zach RW is the Twitter address. Is that correct, Zach? I got that right.
2: That's right. Z-A-C-K-R-W.
0: So tweet your questions to him. I'm sure you're going to inundate him. Be nice um, (laughs) in your tweets, please. Um, Zach, just, you know, from, from, uh, you know, Rob and I are both, uh, you know, I'm with Blueberry. Rob is obviously with Fox, and Spreaker, We really appreciate Google's coming to play and in a big way and bringing this to the podcasters. I'm super, super excited about the future. I've always known just from my own perspective and my own shows, just the absolute incredible power of the 8,000 pound gorilla known as Google um, so just, uh, we're excited to see what's going to happen and look forward to the announcements at, at podcast movement, uh, Rob, any thoughts here as well before we let Zach go?
1: Yeah, I just had kind of one final question, I guess, uh, to help us kind of get a, get a picture of where, where Google podcasts is at this point, Zach, can you share how many podcasts you have in your catalog right now? Um, and where are you at, uh, where are you at in that development in that? progress
2: so uh sure i can um right now i think we have a a little over two million podcasts that you can find on the app um oh no i'm talking about I, series. i hesitate a little bit yeah
0: two million individual podcasts
2: uh you're talking, yeah, you talking about series okay okay uh no i'm sure there are many more than two million episodes um <laughs> but two million shows um uh, I hesitate a little a little bit because I know that sounds like a large number um, and it, it's a good sign that Google's able to find podcasts on the web uh but you know really like making sure that we have all the podcasts you would ever want to listen to is our goal and whether that's two million or five hundred thousand or ten million um, you know that's great uh but like we want to make sure that all the podcasts that people want to listen to are there so so that's the goal and. Um you know thankfully uh the you know you said that you guys are appreciative of Google getting more involved when it comes to podcasting and, and I also just want to say like likewise we're we're super appreciative of services like Blueberry and Spreaker and Boxnest that have really kind of like shaped the podcast industry um and helped create such an amazing ecosystem that uh already has so many things is working well. And so uh, what what I'm really focused on, what we're really focused on is just figuring out the ways where we can be the most helpful. Um, And we think right now that's bringing artificial intelligence to improve podcast discovery, build new features, as well as helping the ecosystem on Android uh, where there's so much opportunity with over 2 billion Android users worldwide. Um, So I also really appreciate what you guys have done and what uh, other people in the podcast industry have done you know way back when i started listening to podcasts and even before that but also especially in the last few years just like really helping improve the quality and the variety of of different podcasts out there so cheers to you guys
0: yeah, and Zach, I'd love to follow up with you on that 2 million number. That's got a lot of people going, wow, wow, wow. So, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, where are all those going from? <laughs> Sounds good. So, yeah, I know. Uh, good question. Uh, we should probably look. So glad people are following up. Yeah.
0: So, uh, anyway, thanks for being on, Rob. Uh, I guess I guess we, we got to let you go. We could keep you on here for three hours. We appreciate you coming on, Zach.
3: <laughs> true, Zach. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to so do it much.
2: again sometime. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.
2: Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks. Have a good
1: day. Take care. Okay. Take care. Have a great afternoon. Yep. Oh. All right.
0: Holy crap. What?
1: William,
0: <laughs> oh, well, my! we're not done here. Oh, so. we are not done. Don't leave. <laughs> 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 there Holy go. cow. Now there's some 2 million where did that number come from?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. That's interesting. Oh Maybe man. There are a lot of podcasts that, uh, that Apple hasn't picked up. Maybe well. there's a lot of podcasts out there that people don't know to submit to Apple. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> uh, we're going to follow up with that one, folks. We, we want some clarification. <laughs> so, um, man, I'm going to, I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to go I mean, ba- I'm gonna have to go back and listen yeah. to this segment again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Todd, I mean, it's an interesting question though, because I mean, if you think about, um, content that's published online on the internet and in the yeah. web, right? Not everything is in an RSS feed. I don't think, I I don't know. I would think that it would be, have to be picked up as RSS feeds or maybe they're getting duplicates. Maybe this gets back to what we were asking them about earlier, that maybe there are duplicate feeds out there that they're picking up.
0: Well, um
1: of the same shows.
0: Well, it didn't help that, uh, 500,000 of them were by the company we talked about on the last show that were hijacking and mirroring feeds. So that, that accounted for 500,000 and they're still in the index. Yeah. So, so that,
1: that would put the total number at a million right all there. Right.
0: right. Just that, just that group alone. And if he has not know who we're talking about, we're talking about Casbox, who has subsequently, uh, made those feeds non-public. <laughs> but the Google index uh, beast has not purged those, those listings yet.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Um, That's hmm.
1: probably the simplest explanation for what's going on there.
0: Yeah. And also I think that the, he said something really critical here and boy, wait till I wait to Angela listens to this, you know, cause there's been a feature I've been wanting for a while. It's all about these hashtags about these jump to about being able to put a a time hack, yep, and jumping to a specific piece of content. I, I've, you know, that's, and if Google is going to be supporting the index on that, and knowing that that tag is in there, but it being but a boom, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's that's game changer, because now know, is it really? Well, well, let's, it, well, let's it, really it, pull it apart. So if you if, know, if, you, if you if you are writing good show notes and have contextual data to go along with that link. Again, it's all about, it's all about the, it's about all about the Google beast about how it indexes your site. Well, it may not be, you may not get a 23 minutes and 30 seconds show up as a specific search result, but maybe that will help trigger or get into you getting into the search ranking. If you have a topic that you've covered audio-wise that is titled and metadata correctly, this yeah. is some experiments I'm going to have to run now. You know, I Geek New Central is, you know, I, I get twenty between, well, twenty and 200,000 hits a day from Google search engines just because well, of there's 15,000 articles on the website.
1: Well, Toddy, that question gets back to a much more um, complex conversation because, if, if, if Google is going to do this, it's kind of a hybrid between chapters and jump links to yeah. content inside of content. Well, Google is going to have to apply its Google juice algorithm and basically this ranking of authority. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could have 10,000 people talking about Google podcasts, just to use an example. Yeah, But um, which would be the number one result for audio talking about Google podcasts. I mean, it's going to be based on, you know, authority, right? It's going to be based on trust. It's going to be based on maybe some algorithm that is linked up with popularity uh, and what other authority figures are linking to that or using that as a reference. Um, So there's going to have to be some other aspects of this. You can't just have a million links showing up in Google search results talking about um, audio, talking about Google podcasts, there has to be some sort of ranking alg- algorithm to properly display that.
0: Well, you know, and, and, and I've, I think this is just, boy, it just goes back home to everything I continue to talk about is that if you are building your brand on your .com, you're not worried about being drugged down by someone else mm-hmm. with authority yeah. that you may not be related to. Rob, I'm sorry. This is a little bit of a dig, but if you're on a, no. you know, I, I I think this was going to play well. I'll just leave it at that it's going to play well for those that are building authority on their own. dot com.
1: Well, no, and I think I mean that's perfectly fine. I, I I think people, um, you know, I think we're in this time of of a, a, a little bit of change, though, Todd. I I I'm hoping that the web and apps, and we've talked about this on the show kind of merged together, right? Um and I know that these big companies and I didn't really push him on this, but um kind of this blending and that's kind of what they're doing here if you think about it, Todd. They're they're blending the 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 web search results
3: mm-hmm.
1: um in with um a, a somewhat native app, right? Um and kind of blending those experiences together and and I think that's the trend line that I know um, Apple's working on Microsoft's working on this stuff to some degree, and and Google of creating these kind of universal apps. That kind of, I mean, at some point we we may not need to use browsers uh, separate from apps. We may just have one experience on our phone.
0: Well, and, it's you know. that's coming with time, but right now, you think you know people people look up websites by search, searching. They don't even put the website URL in. <laughs> You know, they don't yeah, they, that's right. they they that's don't right. they 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 go in if they're looking for blueberry, they put blueberry podcasting in the search results because we see millions of results coming back to us that way instead of just yeah, them typing blueberry.com, you know. Yeah,
1: they'll actually type blueberry.com
0: into Google. In the, yeah, right? into Google. Uh, right. Yeah, exactly you know, because it,
1: that's what they think they need to do. Yeah uh they don't think it's <laughs> always put it in the the browser and that gets back to kind of that 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 blending between those two worlds cuz really if you're using google typically on a mobile phone you're using an app right right so you know these worlds are colliding on, on on each other and i think this app is an example on of that um that those worlds are coming together but we're still bouncing back and forth right and that's that's confusing, and that's what's confusing a lot of people that are trying to use this app, is that this combination between the web and the app um, can, can create a confusing uh, perspective in one's mind on how it works.
0: One thing's for sure. If podcasts haven't, and I'm going to be explicit here, if you haven't woke the hell up and understand that this is big, that you need to start getting on the, the bandwagon here, um, you're going to lose out. You know, if you're, if you're not paying attention to this, if you're just promoting Apple podcast in your podcast, which many, they they make nary a mention, nary a mention of Android, you know, it's oh, oh, actually go ahead, continue because that's more listeners for the smart podcasters that are promoting, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is the wave of the future and uh i thought it was really interesting his comments about the editorial side too these guys are are known for algorithms right much more so than apple i mean you, you look at what apple does with podcasts right they have an editorial team they're featuring podcasts based on community input um what they think is popular uh, and that's what's really built this but you look at a company like Google, and they're going to build algorithms. They're going to build ways to, to use machine learning or um, machine technology to, to to drive this medium forward. And if you start thinking about it on a global scale, that's really the only way it scales. I mean, yeah. Apple doesn't even do, um, you know, hand edited editorial. Uh, into every country in the world. There's like, what, 140 countries that they're in with podcasts right now? Mm -hmm. Um, Can you imagine if they had a team that did editorial for every country in the world? Um, They'd have a massive team. So a lot of the other countries around the world currently are not hand-edited, like the US, Canada, and I think the UK are the only countries that um, Apple, and I'm guessing at this point, had that have an editorial team.
0: So Evo said in the on the newmediashow.com forward slash live chat room. He says, and I'm I, I missing context a little bit here. He said, but let, let me read what he says. Could be dupes, could be accidental podcasts where someone drops in a media file and WordPress adds an embed tag, or it could be the difference between Yahoo and Google circa 2000, humid submitted versus bot discovery. So he's on to something. It's, they probably, it's probably their bot that's discovering all these feeds that have an embed in it. And as soon as it sees an embed says, Oh, that's a podcast. And it may not even be a podcast. It might be someone linking to some content, but it's going to pick it up regardless. In regards to, and it may not be a, it may be just some guy that's wrote a blog post, wrote an audio link. And but typically though, WordPress doesn't do an actual true embed, but, Mm, it's, it'd be curious. I'm going to have to look around now, I think.
1: Yeah, I think Todd, it's, it's more likely what we're talking about here is duplicate RSS feeds um, is what's causing, if that's what he's referring to is the size of the scale of what he said, 2 million feeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, maybe it is possible Google's or Apple's not picking up all of the, the feeds globally, but Google is, I don't, you know,
0: and I don't know. I just
1: don't know the answer to that.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and and I think people get so scope locked on just U S listeners, Yeah, you know, and I look at my stats and, you know, just because I've been so proactive in promoting Android for so long, you know, my U S listener base has slipped, you know, I'm, I'm like now like 72, 73% U S the rest is, international and it's because Mm. international is much bigger on Android. And I just naturally there, I'm getting more foreign listeners on Android. So there's just a huge opportunity here that, you know, we can't, and and if the Apple podcast folks will listen, we, we still love you, (laughs) you know, and we're thankful for you for your helping us since 2005. You know, that's, that's not forget that. It's still the backbone of the industry. Right. Right there. Yeah. But we are seeing, and have seen, you know, Android making significant inroads. And it's, I mean, I would predict another year. We're going to have a, 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 for those that are promoting Android in their shows, it will be a level playing field. You're going to be about 50, 50. And, um, um, but a lot of shows, again, they, they, you know, they don't even think about it. They just, it's automatically they're, they're, uh, you know, they're so ingrained into talking about iOS and Apple. That's all they talk about. So, uh, I, well, I think, and Todd, this,
1: it's probably not going to take away from Apple's. No, um, these are new listeners and podcasts. No. The, these are these are people that don't own an Apple device. All right. Um, so, so that's that's where the growth opportunity is. I mean, yep. it's not like Apple's really un- under threat. Maybe their their share of the market is under threat, but um, that doesn't mean that their user base is under threat.
0: You know, and then Rob, even my own tech support team, they have not. Yeah, two of them don't have Android devices. So what am I ordering Monday? I'm ordering Android devices for two of my tech support team members so that they'll have,
1: they can be knowledgeable about, Yeah, you
0: know, so it's, it's not, yeah. you know, we're guilty too. So,
1: yeah. And I've got, I mean, I've got a tablet device here that's running the, the Google podcast app. Um, so I can see it too, but I've, you know, I've got an iPhone and a windows phone. So I've got all the platforms here that I can see stuff.
0: But yeah. But, you know, the, but I mean,
1: eventually, I'm I'm going to have to have an Android as my daily driver. I think, as far as a phone. But yeah. e-
0: e- Evil's doing a little. He, he does a smiling on the on the chat room. But here's another thing that we're going to be facing now: the black hatters or white hatters, whatever you want to call them, the internet entrepreneur types. They're going to see this and they're going to go. We're going to have to watch out now, as because there's going to be literally. Uh, thousands of shows created that are purely marketing BS that are trying to game this Google search results to get exposure to some scam selling some, you know, secret formula potion. You know, we're going to see a resurgence of this now. Um, you know, Google's pretty good at eliminating the the junk, but sometimes uh, the junk ranks for a little bit before it gets. You know, delisted purged. or or yeah. purged. So I think we're going to see a surge of that type of activity going on as well. So, but it, for those that have true good intentions um, and have the capability of creating multiple feeds, there is a huge opportunity, huge marketing opportunity here. Um, it's huge. Todd, I.
1: I still wonder, um, and we didn't – I don't know that we went into great detail with this, um, is is how kind of the, this Google rank, this Google page rank, um, the Google juice concept, how this is going to impact that um, and and how it's going to impact your listings when a person searches for your show. I mean, you've, you've probably primarily come up uh, with the number one search result um, going to your website, right? Yeah. Does this now replace that?
0: No. Um, Well, what I'm seeing is the the podcast search results are below my normal. It's like third down in the list. But you know, I've but uh, Rob, I've also spent 15 years. I was a blogger before I was a podcaster, so I've spent 15, 16 years driving that traffic to that brand. Yeah, you know, so that that's you know i don't think that's going to change but you know i think podcasters are going to now realize that content non podcast content on their website is going to be as valuable in getting page rank than putting a podcast episode up if they just cuz putting a podcast episode up now is not going to be just enough if you want to the cream to rise to the top you have to have additional content for google to chew on to build rank, to build authority. You know, there's a whole, you know, podcasters have never thought about any of this. Majority have never thought about this.
1: Well, I don't know, Todd, do we have an idea that somehow that your, your page rank somehow influences your podcast rank?
0: Absolutely. Cause it's all about Does where it? you fall in the stack. Now, if you're no, going, I mean,
1: as far as this, this new app is
0: what i'm talking about well it's just okay so if you're searching for your show and you're not the first search result you got a problem yeah you know and so what do you do is are you second are you third or where you fall out in the you know where does google find you where you know and if if you're not being found in your content segment Mm -hmm. see i can be found across many content segments because i have lots of content people just yeah, don't sure. come to the show for the podcast. They come to the show for my review on a, uh, or one of our writers review on a mobile app or a game. And when they get there, boom on the right hand column, of the website, Oh my God, this guy has a podcast subscribe, you know? And, um, yeah. that's the value here. And yes, yeah. finding the Google podcast stuff is it it's I can go on for hours here about this. <laughs>
1: Well, I did get a sense, um, Todd, when he was talking to us that um, they were thinking about making this capability available in other uh, platforms Mm -hmm. and in other, you know, probably still in Chrome, but I would imagine available in, in other, you know, iOS and windows. Um, At some point he didn't overtly come out and say that, but he kind of implied that. Right. Um, Yeah. That that would be something that was coming, so they wanted to be more inclusive. So when you clicked on that specific link that we were referring to, that you you can auto-generate for your show, and actually it actually submits your show to Google as well, um, um, that it will pull up your podcast no matter what um, operating system that you happen to be using and not just Android. So I was very happy to hear that.
0: Yeah, someone was doing some tests um, on, on the new media show, they said, or interesting, maybe go, so they were searching for new media show with the Android app, and they found three, the bot is actually picking up duplicates if there are relevant arguments and none like this. So, yeah, I'm going to have to look at, yeah, so interesting. I'm, I'm not fully understanding what he found in the search results, but he's saying you found three different, listings for the new media show that you could subscribe to is that what you're saying well here I'm I'm looking I'm
1: doing at, a search right now and I typed in new media show and it didn't come up in the number one
0: didn't number come one
1: search result it it, the the Brian Lehrer show came up
0: yeah you may have number one spot yeah you may have to search for new media audio so this is where and there is a there's trouble and you know i realize there's some challenges too if you're doing audio and video so some of this it's where we are gonna have to make these dedicated landing pages because google's confused he says it's done a good job but i still think there's some confusion out there and i see that when people are running in our specific case we do both audio and video on the same blog post so
1: and it and it looks like there is another show out there that's done by the BBC radio Four called the new media show. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there goes new media show. We were going to have to work on our ranking there. Right. So nothing yeah, is perfect. I mean,
1: yeah. I just did a search in the app uh, for new media show podcast. So what if I type in the new media show media show and see what that comes up with. Media show the new media show audio,
0: yeah. So that's. okay
1: that that does come up
0: because I think the actual show was listed as the new media show. I think that's how it's actually listed in our and, RSS feed. Yeah, that's,
1: that's what it uh, shows in the actual um, uh, listing is the new media show. Audio in parentheses.
0: Yeah. So what I'll have to do is I'll change that listing to now remove the and we'll see what happens <laughs> over the next couple it, of weeks because we should own that because we own newmediashow.com. dot com. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah,
0: it's I don't should, know if it should
1: you can see it there, but
0: yeah, it's purely because it's you know it's really again it goes right back down to you know so we're not we we are not exempt we have to do some work ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it does. Had, yeah, it lists three episodes, the last three episodes, and then let you me, click to see switch. more. Right, right. And it lists um all of the But I swore I saw right some right
0: video I saw I swore I saw some video results. Why don't Rob, why don't you do a search for Geek News Central video and see what you come up with?
1: Uh, okay.
0: Or do, do new do do the new media show video and see what see what it comes up with. Uh new media
1: show video. Okay. Uh we're the second result see? on the new media show video. Is there
0: a is it for is it for see it does support video, see? See, no, see? It, no, no no no
1: it's no the search result if you see it Oh it there, comes up with the audio it's, it's just the audio oh, okay. so it's not even finding the
0: uh, video. Okay. So
1: And we're not even the number one search <laughs> result.
0: That's funny.
1: So yeah, so they've there's I don't know why the the Chad Prather show would come up.
0: I mean, that's actually a podcast who, who, one. Who
1: come knows? Up in the number one
3: position.
0: For you that. have to go look at his metadata to see what's in there. See, that's what we're all going to start doing. I'll go and look at that guy's show. I'll look at the metadata and say, well, why is he ranking for it? Because there's something in his metadata that says New Media Show. Guarantee it.
1: <coughs> yeah. 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 So it's a podcast one program. Right. And it's probably in his metadata, probably. Let's see. But I'm not seeing it. I just went to it and I'm not seeing yeah. any any mention of
0: so what so what happens when you so what happens when you post an uh oh in the in earlier the they were just coming up with examples or those weren't actual search results um when it was talking about new media show being found three different times um what happens then when you post an audio file to twitter uh is i don't think twitter has any rss back end so Hopefully our stuff won't show up as a podcast on Twitter.
1: (laughs) Okay. So when I do a search for the new media show, Uh um, it, uh, it, it comes up with the Brian Lehrer show.
0: Yeah. What's up with that? Who knows? You know, it's crazy.
1: So if you add audio, then it shows up. Then it shows up. They're being very, very literal with the search
0: terms yeah
1: is what they are I, and that's I, that's a they haven't turned on the uh the machine learning yet <laughs>
0: and, and i and i found and i found that with geek new central too same thing i found the same exact uh technicality because i show audio and video so i'm just gonna have to go in and clean those up and see how google treats it so
1: yeah yeah and i don't even see any any link to to the show anywhere in here and it and then at the very bottom of the page, it actually shows search the web. So you have a way to-
0: Oh, switch to search, to search the web.
1: Search the, the web, right right at the bottom down there, you can see hmm. right, right here. And so if you click on that, uh, it actually will bring up a Google search result.
0: So here's what I'm find, I think is gonna happen, Rob, is you're gonna see a rush of podcasters going out and buying Android tablets <laughs> yeah so uh you know uh best place to go folks is amazon you can use my I, a matter of fact in the show notes we should put up an amazon promotional link so that we uh we can yeah. earn some money from it
1: <laughs> so the the search search results that come up with the new media show in google actually ranks
0: number one right
1: the the new media show in the number one position yeah, yeah. Um, with the links to the episodes, and then down below, it actually uh, links to um, the video in the number two position in right. Apple.
0: Right. So that when you do a regular Google search result, we come up number one. That's the main thing. At least we'll be found there first.
1: <laughs> yeah. So there a little bit of a disconnect between what's what's showing up in the Google podcast app yeah. versus what's showing up in the Google search results.
0: So two different um, results. Isn't that interesting? The Google search results were number one, but we're not number one in the Google in the podcast, podcast app. Podcast app which, I, I'm more worried about them finding this in the Google search engine, but we still need to fix the Google app. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: I mean, it's still, I mean, it's still okay because most people are going to search in the in the Google area first, right? But then once they start using the app, then that's where we have a problem.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and the third r- result here is the New Media Show in Spreaker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is it actually okay, Rob? So, dun, 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 does it show it as a podcast?
1: Uh it well it's it looks like it's it's linking to the
0: syndicated um, listing.
1: No oh, the Spreaker app. So it's it's listing a link and in, a internal link <laughs> into the Spreaker <laughs> app. Oh funny. To the new media show.
0: Well, we don't care how they get it as long as they get it. <laughs> That's yeah. the beauty, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. So it's it's interesting how it's linking deep linking in search results into other apps, other Android apps.
0: Right. <clears throat>
1: as well. So, that's interesting.
0: It'll be interesting also to watch how the search results are impacted by directories like Blueberry or even you guys, you know, and see if, mm-hmm. you know where that comes we're not uh we're, you know, we're being very cautious because we understand that uh you know, having uh just like Castbox, there's no way I want my stuff to. Yeah, you, you know what I'm following me here. We're, you know, we're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm you like,
1: know, I mean, these aren't um, these aren't R- RSS feeds. They're they're actually linking right, to right. instances of the show in other listening apps. So yeah. maybe that's the direction that they're going because the the second result that's coming up here in Android uh, in Google is a, a link to the video podcast in apple
0: mm-hmm. podcasts
1: yeah it's it's actually the second result
0: so I, I think you know this is all gonna we're all gonna now take a closer look and make some tweaks and then people like daniel and dave are, are all going to write lengthy articles on things you need to do <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you right. know to get your stuff squared away and i'll leave that to those guys to you know do this deep dive and and give us some best recommendations on on what they find uh, we're gonna look internally, obviously, and and know you guys are too, uh, to see uh, what happens here. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be curious to see. I'm gonna have to go look at. See, you used to be able. You can tell a page rank. I don't think you can find your actual page rank anymore. Yeah, um, yeah, those days are, are, are gone. Gone, I think. yeah, because yeah. at one time. They didn't want,
1: I don't think they want people to see that anymore.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I varied between a seven and an eight in page rank, which is, was really, really high. And if you were like four or three, you were kind of screwed. You're like on page two. So I'm going to have to yeah. go and look for some content and do some comparisons to see how shows are listed. If they are being impacted, uh, based upon where their show resides, um, maybe not, but uh, um, yeah. it is a curious experiment to to do some testing on
1: yeah, well, and I think we've then done a little bit of that, and we've seen kind of what they're th- they've got some work to do to bring the search results and the app search results in 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 more of alignment right yeah um, is what I'm seeing so it's it, it, it's a work in progress, and I am on the the Google podcasts um, app page in Google play right now. It's, okay. I, I have it up in front of me and what it's showing is a, um, a ranking based on reviews of a 3.4 out of uh, five stars. So I, you know, far and away, most people selected a, a, a five star for it. They've had about 6,700 uh, kind of ranking posts in here mm-hmm. um so it's probably a pr- fairly good representative sample of where that app is and people's perceptions um i would think google would want that number up over four i would think um so it's just a matter of uh making some more improvements i, I would say and they'll probably get there
0: yeah well um man this is this is uh cool stuff I'm trying to think. You know, I, again, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to our own episode again, because <laughs> yeah. I was watching a chat room and, and everything else that was going on there, along with uh, what he was saying.
1: Well, I think this is the first. This is the first podcast that I think um, a representative of Google podcast has been on.
0: Well, um, this talking one,
1: about this product,
0: right? This one should do some numbers then. If you're not yeah. subscribed. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe now. Searching Google, right? Yeah, just no. Just go to newmediashow.com. Subscribe. We want you. We want you either via either way. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. every week we're here. That at least when we're both at home, we're uh, every week here uh, going through and digging deep on all this stuff. And uh, you can get a PhD in podcasting just by listening to this show. If you go back and listen to two hundred eleven episodes, you can build and run your own podcasting company and empire.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and we didn't do any pre-planning or
0: prep on this conversation? No prep.
1: either. This was all, you know, (laughs) pull up the microphone and, you know, like we met him at Starbucks or something.
0: Yeah, I did have two questions from Dave Jackson and I got those in for Dave. So uh, anyway, that was, that was a prep I did.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, obviously we could have talked a lot more, to the guy, but it uh, sounds like he's going to be talking more at uh, Podcast Movement. So yeah, that's that's good.
0: That'll be a session that will. I I, I pity anyone that is married up against them. Hey, Dan, I know you're watching earlier. Just give him a keynote. <laughs> give him a keynote. You know when there's no other sessions going on because whoever's paired up with Google on that day, you, the those sessions are going to be like crickets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I was because I think you said that his uh his talk was on the 24th and I think that's the same day as our uh,
0: oh, our oh, no. our
1: state of podcasting panel so I was <laughs> I, I was going to ask him so what time is that
0: panel? <laughs> <laughs> he said it hasn't been decided yet. I don't think he's been shoot it sounded like they hadn't don't have an actual time but
1: <laughs> I I would imagine Dan's got that.
0: Yeah, put yeah. them put them in a keynote spot, you know, if there's a possibility and that way there's yeah. no competition.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put it in the morning on one of the days, right? Actually
0: yeah, actually put it. Uh, um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, or Dan could really make it and it, hold it all the way to the end, make sure people don't leave. Of <laughs> course, exactly. that may not be a good strategy either.
1: Well, you know, um, we can probably invite Dan see if he yeah. maybe can join us next week.
0: Yeah, I that agree. Would be great. Yeah, hopefully i will have some an hour to spend with us to talk about uh, what's forthcoming. If any, I heard big numbers, big, 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 big numbers for this show. I've heard they've well, well exceeded uh, last year's numbers by a significant amount. That was the rumor, and Dan hasn't told me directly, but I heard through third yeah. party big numbers.
1: Yeah, he told me that that yeah they've um, like. Like a month or so ago, or a couple months ago, they actually exceeded their total attendance from from last year's event.
0: Yeah, as, I, as I had heard bookings. I heard the number was them. over two thousand. Yeah, yeah, like like twenty three hundred. Now I don't know if that's true, but if there's twenty, if if the number's twenty three hundred, holy crap!
1: So, Todd, um, what sessions are you doing? I, I mean, you're doing the state of podcasting mm-hmm. session with me. Uh, that's, that's going to be a filled out panel. So there's going to be you, me, Rob, Carrie Hoffman from PRX, um, Tom and Tom Webster uh, are going to be in that session. And, uh, Hernan from, uh, Wondery is also going to be in
0: that one. I don't even know what day my other session is. I haven't looked, but I'm basically doing part two to the session I did last year. If you attended, yeah, it's basically social media strategies for your podcast. And then we're going to go. We're going to go pretty deep. Um, and it's just stuff that I've used over the years and tactics okay. that I've used to build the show. I think there's seven or eight topic items that we're going to go into. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to do a you know partial. There's going obviously going to be some new people, so we'll do partial rehash, then deep dive uh, uh, into that content. So but, you know it's, it's there's just no way I I could spend three hours on it. Um but Gina, I think you get forty five minutes, so I'm gonna be talking very very fast so
1: on the yeah on the the group call that I had this past week um uh, for for the state of podcasting panel coming up um the hot topic on that one was uh i a b certification <laughs> claims <laughs> people were uh you know I, that's a pretty hot topic that's that's gonna be a big I, I think a hot topic on the on the SATA podcasting panel about um, you know certification, all that stuff around metrics and counting podcasts, and and um, how some some platforms out there are making um, the the version two of the IEB standards an option. So we're going to talk about that stuff.
0: Well, I think. I don't know if I'll be allowed to talk about it, but our audit should be done our i b audit should be done by podcast movement i think okay uh maybe it won't be done it, uh it's in progress right now so
1: okay yeah yeah that's something I need to get going on too
0: yeah it's so. a deep dive into your uh into your shorts <laughs> they bring an independent audit team in and uh they they rip everything open and they look, 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 question, question, question. So it's, we've been in a, you know, back and forth, lots of emails back and forth, questions, answers, and they're still trying to figure out their process a little bit too. But, um, it's, it's a good to have a nice third party independent look at your, at your data and, um, and to be able to, um, you know, get, uh, you know, get verification that you're, you're doing it right. Or if you're not, you have to make changes. So, so far, no changes, but you know. So,
1: so after that's been completed and you've been, been certified, what does that look like from a public perspective? I mean, is there like going to be like a certification Um, logo or bug or something? I'm
0: hoping, uh, the IEB hasn't been completely clear on what we get, but we will be, I, I guess for a better word, if we, if we do get the quote unquote, there's three, there's three things we're being looked at upon and I don't think the third thing anyone can do now and I I don't want to get into the technical details of it just because it's not possible but the mm, because it's not ready for it's that. not ready yeah. no and no one's gonna be ready for the third tier so there's two tiers of data that we're getting certified on and then if we pass both of those certifications, I guess we'll be IB certified. I, I I caution to use that word because I don't know if that's what they're actually going to call it. I, I'm assuming they are, but again, we'll know when it's all over. But uh, you know how that is, how that plays out, and how they how they actually do. I get a certificate. Do I get a logo? Do I get, do I get a bug? i just get bragging rights I, I don't know
1: i mean what's your perspective i mean how far down the rabbit hole is the <laughs> the the v2 specs on really being a comprehensive
3: certification the if I you mean, do is the basic
0: if you do the basics of v2 it's enough it's well enough. Okay. well it, it's it's an uh, we go deeper you know yeah i'm sure you do yeah, yeah. because of fraud in specifically in the fraud prevention part um, so it it's probably enough. Um, you know, we, we, again, you had thirty six companies that had to agree to a spec.
1: Yeah, of course, there's going to be th- holes.
0: Right? right, right. And you, you not wished, everybody's going to agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, in principle, the the made points are are if we can just get right on this twenty four hour window and follow all the rules or right. all the guidelines, we'll be we'll be much better off as a podcasting space. But anyone that's outside the twenty four hour measurement window they their stats are not right
1: and if some some platforms are making that a um, content provider choice
0: well then then they better be <laughs> disclosing that to their media buyers and the media buyers yeah. should be uh accounting for that accordingly
1: yeah and that's that's going to be a hot topic on 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 the panel is um how that's going to be handled I mean, so
0: cause we,
1: once that gets out right that uh, that these platforms are doing that, so and it, it does raise questions with credibility with the advertisers. So it? is are,
0: are, are, well, okay. I, I'm not going to be one to name names. I don't think is someone. Yeah,
1: I'm not going to name names either. But yeah, but it's happening.
0: Hmm. Well, anyway, that's be a topic discussion for the. We could probably spend two hours on the. Rob, we only have 45 minutes. We're talking. We're supposed to talk about the state of podcasting not the state of podcast statistics.
1: <laughs> no, that's right. There's definitely a bunch of other stuff. I think that the panel is probably not going to want to spend a lot of time on that. Cause that's going to be a, a contentious topic. Um, but it'll just be something that is in addition to a lot of other really important topics that we want to talk about during that session.
0: Yeah. Right. And Rick, yes. I'm glad you don't run a platform too much work. You have no idea, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You have no idea. Yeah. We're gonna have some announcements for podcast movement too, where we got some products ready to roll. And I may have um something to show, a mock up of something that we're doing that Daniel Lewis will do triple backflips on. So Triple backflip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm serious. It's it's really cool. It's something that we created or came up with. So Daniel, you'll have to come talk to us and get the if I don't have a mock up I'll tell you the concept and you're still gonna do backflips.
1: So, speaking of that, Todd, is there any other questions that we got from the the was it Facebook group or whatever that group was that we want to talk about on
0: the show? Uh, let me let me go back and look at all the stuff because there were in three different areas. And if if you want to repost a question we haven't answered, please do in the chat room. Uh...
1: Okay, and it's cal- probably it's probably about time to get R- Rob Walsh back on the show too. So yeah, it'd be good to have him, but probably not before Podcast Movement, though.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm looking through the. Yeah, I don't see anything in that chat, and I can't go too far back in Facebook <clears throat> chat. Oh, just okay. because it doesn't let me scroll.
1: Oh, great.
0: Oh uh, yeah. Let me look at the it because there I got three chat rooms running here and let me look at uh, uh, anybody in YouTube live window I'm looking at your guys' stuff okay so Avo said I may not have caught it, but did we get conversion that plays in Google podcasts or reporting back to the media host yes they are they are not caching media they are using the direct links so any download or and or stream is definitely being reported evo so that is making it back uh what happened to old google We uh, got a bunch of spam in the live chat window let's see here beauty Bevel says isn't the question what makes a podcast a podcast yeah an rss feed with an enclosure and probably the bot is not smart enough to know otherwise Will be will Google be using this to deliver ads? Uh, I think right now, no.
1: No, I don't believe so.
0: But uh, they're, Jonathan, they're that, trying
1: to build audiences. What their first goal is here?
0: Uh, well, I hate Rob. You said something there. First goal. I know you're under NDA, uh, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I don't want to read too much into that. But let's hope that's not second goal is ads. But
1: I don't know if it's the second goal, okay. or, or not. But um, I mean, if you think about it, Google is an advertising company. So, I mean, at some point, maybe, maybe there will be something that happens on that side. But certainly what they're worried about is building, trying to capture their, their, their market share.
0: Right? Yeah. So, Jonathan, if you, if I would you think about it. I would yeah. uh, tweet Zach at R W is his Twitter address. You can tweet him and ask that question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when you find out that, Answer, please respond back to us here at uh at the new media show.
1: You probably won't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, he probably won't respond to that question, right?
1: <laughs> well, or or yeah. Maybe he doesn't even have an answer for it yet. That that's the other thing too. So So
0: Todd and Rob, do blueberry and speaker report properly so people using your platform can see them. I'm gonna have to ask Angelo if we've updated the user agents. I'm off the top of my head, I'm gonna say yes. Mike, are you in the chat room? Can you respond to that? Do you know if the user agents have been updated for Google Podcast? It tells you how often I look at stats, Evo. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. they used to live in them. I I only go there when I need to now.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure if we, we have the user agent plugged into our stats system yet. Um, I know it's, it's a project that we're actively working on right now. So if it's not, it will be very soon.
0: Daniel says, yes, I see Google search app in my blueberry stats.
1: Okay, Angelo! Yay!
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing I didn't have to. Hey, did you get this done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> I'm always asked to 25 different things a day. Yeah. Uh, Where them equals access to media files via go Okay, what am I? I'm trying to read Evo's question. Where them equals access to media files via Google? Okay, I guess I'm not following your logic there, you Evo. I need a cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> I think that um, I think that the uh, in the end here, though, uh, this is just we should be watching those numbers too on stats. This is something we should, as a community uh, within our independent independent stat systems. I'm definitely will. I'll pull a report here uh, before I go to podcast movement and see what kind of what kind of traffic, and then we'll know when they bust into the percentage. You know, it'll be real key because, you know, we're tracking 150 different devices and apps, and it'll be interesting to see when they break above 1% or 2% or 3% in global market share. They can start climbing that, that pillar. Uh, we'll know that they're making uh, inroads. I have no idea where they're at in global market share right now.
1: I, know, I think they're just getting off the ground. Yeah, and, and
0: podcasters, again, have to promote it, you know? Yeah. And they have to link to it on their website, you know?
1: Yeah. And the update
0: right. to um, PowerPress is coming, and it has this link that he was talking about built in. So they're, I think it's built in, or we'll at least yeah. give them the tool to look it up. So we'll have that as a destination in the sidebar, subscribe sidebar.
1: Yeah, and there is that tool, like you mentioned, um, where you can type in – you can cut and paste in your RSS feed, and it will generate a direct link into the app.
0: Yeah. Um, can someone send does, me that – I've got that link buried. Can someone email that to me, that link? Do you have that, Rob, yeah, that data? Yeah, yeah. I, I've got yeah, it somewhere. I, do. I but, don't
1: have it uh, right in front of me. but I, probably,
0: um, I can probably Google it and find it.
1: <laughs> well, it's in my, uh, it's in my Twitter um, wall or my my Twitter stream.
0: Yeah. So you
1: can get it there if you scroll back, like, s- say, a week or so. You can get it in there.
0: Um, trying to think here. But, you know, here's the thing that, uh, you know, Jonathan says, I like what James Friedland said. The ones that, subscri- uh, clicking subscriber leaks, probably are the ones not using dedicated apps, but not necessarily true. If you're being found in search results, Here's the key. It's not when someone, this is where people miss the point. It's not when they're searching for, when they're searching for a show, they're going to find your show. It's when they're searching for a topic and find your show is where the opportunity is. Mm-hmm. When they're not yeah. looking for a podcast and you show up in the Google search results as a podcast related to that topic. This yeah. is where the true opportunity is. When someone's on an Android device, so I want to listen to a new media show, they're going to load their favorite app and they're going to go to a new media show. They're going to find it and subscribe to it.
1: But they have to already know that that show exists, right? Right, right. And, and what you're talking about is more more of a serendipity of experience around discovery,
0: right? And this is it how I... more context. And, and this is where the golden goose lays the egg every day with Google by traffic that comes, that is searching for a I I can't speak English a non-related topic and find your, or, or a related topic to your show and find your show because of Google search results. And now they see yeah. in this Google in there on their Android phone only. I see, Oh, well, wow, there's a podcast about basket weaving. Let me check that out. You know? So, but,
1: but Todd, it's not always that that simple either. Cause I mean, some shows lend themselves towards keyword searches more so than others, depending on what the keywords are, right? I mean, I, mean, I mean, if you look at a ranked chart of how many people search for certain keyword phrases, uh, it's very revealing. I mean, it's something that I, I think everyone that's trying to market on the internet or on the web needs to do. They, they need to go in and and get access to some of these um, well, rankings.
0: Just remember on, now, on keyword phrases And Google right? obscures keyword keyword rankings. Now you can't see what keywords are. You can guess by the pages they're landing. If you look at your referral data, they don't show you which keyword is coming has been used to find your page on a sh, on a on your website.
1: But well, Todd, you, I thought that you could do that if you go into the um, the Google AdWords. Um, oh,
0: if you're going to Google process, AdWords, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, but you if can, you're looking at you your, look if you're yeah. looking at your Google Analytics, though, your regular Google Analytics, they will not show you any more the referral no. data. They cut that that's out right. a couple of years ago. The referral but keyword. If
1: you're, yeah, if you're going in and buying or looking right, to buy keywords right. to run sponsored link ads, they will show you a ranked list Ooh, of. How many people are searching for a particular keyword phrase?
0: Because you're going to spend money on that. But, yeah, that's right. but if you have a diversity of content, you're going to be found at a, across a diversity of keywords and search results. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I guess it gets back to, you know, um, certain podcasts are going to be able to be ranked better or worse, depending on their topics, right? I've always thought that certain Show topics would actually do better in Google than others right depending on the interest level that people have for those topics and whether or not they're, they're searching I mean if you think about um, how YouTube works and I think it's an interesting analogy here is is people have used uh, YouTube as a uh, like a how-to um, platform right right people want to fix their sprinkler system uh, you go and you type in how to fix a sprinkler system right That's a keyword phrase. It brings up search results that will show you, you know, how to fix something. Mm -hmm. Well, the same analogy can apply to podcasting, too. Certain keyword phrases are going to bring up certain shows, but it needs to be something that people are looking for, right? Also, it's not going to generate much results.
0: So, as an example... I did an episode on geek news central. I just opened an incognito window. So I was not logged in and not having my own account influence my search results. And I put in Tesla builds cars and tents. I'm the number one ranking article on that. And it's a podcast. So there was a big news about Tesla reaching 5,000 cars being, um, um, being, uh, uh, made a week, made and it per week, yeah. Made per week, and it was because they were they had opted to go and build some of the cars in tents. And I thought, well, there's a good headline. And it, uh, I talked about thirty different things in my show, but I thought, what's going to trend the best? What is relevant right now, and what may drive traffic later? So I'm very very picky in the title of my episode, um, so that again, someone's is searching for you know, I heard about their building cars and tents, uh, ba-boom, you, you know, I'm, I'm number one in the results. So, and there's there's 20, well, on this first page, there's 10 different companies. I, I beat Wired, I beat Mother Jones, I beat Verge, I beat the uh, Chicago Tribune. I'm number one in that result. So, uh, what value is that? It, on a, that specific term, maybe that's going to drive... 10 people to my website, but maybe one subscribes Mm -hmm. going back again and again here, trying to hammer this home on how important this is.
1: Yeah. And, and with what Google is doing now, it's only going to make it more important. Right. Um, And I think that's, that's the big takeaway here is that um, what Google is trying to do here and what we've kind of discovered just by just some, basic searching here is that Google is a little bit still a little bit off the mark when it comes to internal app searching compared to Google's search results, which are seem to be spot on.
0: Right. Um, Rick to answer your question. I'm at at 1296 (laughs) and this show is episode 212. So well, anyway, Rob, we're, we're long, wow. Exciting show. Yeah. This is one for the record books. If this one doesn't drive some listens, nothing will. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: there is another big player that's coming that maybe we can uh, get on board. Actually, I would love to get Spotify in here at some point. So I can, I can try that at some point.
0: All right. Their team is in Europe, I mean, in the UK. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I guess it would be the afternoon for them. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, I'd lo- love to have them on. <laughs> I am a little tired of being Spotify tech support though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, you and I both. <laughs> but n- next week for us anyway, things are going to be opening up. We're going to be submitting via the API. So, yeah,
0: I'm I actually was like that was a dev support I was we have a Slack channel. I'm like, "Where are we at on this?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> where 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 is this? When's this delivering? <laughs> Get this out of my hair, please. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a long road.
0: Oh my god.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of pain and suffering.
0: You don't want to ask my. You don't want to ask my support guys about Spotify.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we got the same thing going on. Everybody's like, please get this, get that five thousand shows over there right now.
0: <laughs> uh. Yeah, we're we're not back. I think we're backlogged. Well, we're not backlogged. They have twenty five hundred. You know, I think we're waiting on. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not my fault. Yeah, right. It's not oh, Todd. It is your fault. Don't shoot me.
1: You didn't push Spotify hard enough to get this done, Todd. Don't shoot me.
0: And just for the record, if you have a power press uh if you're using powerpress for your podcast and you're hosted on blueberry yes you can be part of spotify if you're using powerpress and you're not hosting it blueberry i can't help you it's not my fault
1: (laughs) yeah right well Uh, we all have specific deals with spotify that's primarily the only way they're getting content into their platform right so i tried yeah exactly
0: (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, Todd at blueberry.com at geek news is where I'm at on Twitter. We love your comments, so be free to email Rob and I. Rob, how they how can they reach you?
1: Uh well on Twitter at Rob Greenley, that's with two E's. And then um emails really a great way to reach out to me too. Um and it's a little old school, right? Uh Rob at voxnest or dot com or Rob at Spreaker dot com. You can use e- either one to reach me. I still work for Spreaker. I'm not, you know. I sometimes get get asked, Todd. So uh, you're not working for Spurker anymore. You're working for VoxNest. Why don't you tell me about that? Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm glad you have the branding issue. We worked on our worked over through our branding issues six, seven years ago. So yeah,
1: I know. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, you've got lots of brands too. In some ways, you're you know you've got some you know, multiple things that you're doing. Yeah. But the
0: center of the universe is still at blueberry.com. And we'll say, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) You've done a good job of kind of, kind of focusing that down. And that's, that's kind of what you're going to see at podcast movement for us too, where we've, I've been working really closely with the team to get our branding thing under control. So,
3: um,
0: yeah. And we yeah. do, you know, it's, it doesn't help when we have a bunch of little side projects, but you know, they're, they're projects are fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Um, you've heard us ramble here at the end. So, uh, we, e, when you email, you know, email us both, we'll actually usually respond to both. I think you and I responded to an email, both of us respond to an email yeah. earlier in the week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, def- a couple of them actually. Yeah.
1: We've gotten in a few.
0: Yeah. So you're all becoming more engaged with us. And if you up the engagement, we'll give you one email, but not until you up the engagement. So <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. We'll engage with you if you engage with us. Yeah, so that's a fact. A, it's a synergistic relationship. And I appreciate
0: cool. We had a huge audience today on live. Thank you so much. And if you're catching this later, or have caught it later. We appreciate you as well. Stay, subscribe to the show. Don't miss a single episode. We're always talking about something juicy. And if you've got yeah. insider information, you got dirt. We love dirt. <laughs> so send that over too.
1: <laughs> it doesn't have to be dirt talk. Rumors. Can... rumors
0: rumors there, there you yeah. go or
1: uh, or or things that you think are being done that are questionable
0: yeah right? we'd love to talk about that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone we'll see you next time or next week on the new media show everyone take care bye-bye
1: okay bye